and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 317. On this episode, we've got what only looks like renewal news, even though Jason has cancellation news written. And then we'll be discussing the first season finale of Life in Pieces, the second season finale of Younger, and recent episodes of The 100, Jane the Virgin, and Shit's Creek. Can we say Shit's Creek? Shit's Creek. <laughs> you can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 317. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. And she is Ray. <laughs> Recently I found out that I could connect my phone to my um, Fossil Q Dreamer uh, activity trackers. And so every text message that comes through, my, my thing vibrates. It cracks me up. Anyway, it just happened. That's why I brought it up. Good segue. We'd like to thank listeners Carl <laughs> at My Vogan Poetry, Scott at Scotty underscore Gun, G-U-N, and Suki at Cyberman underscore 151 for joining us over the next three weeks on the podcast. Look forward to some listener April conversations that is correct into the news amazon has renewed bosch for a third season i have not watched a single episode but i've heard people like it and i do like titus welliver so i can understand why i have watched a single episode that being the (laughs) very first one and i liked it but for whatever reason just haven't gotten around to to watching it's one of those again it's one of those shows that it's kind of interesting to me but it's just like, oh, it's there. I can get to it anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Comedy Central has ordered additional episodes of Not Safe with Nikki Glazer season one and renewed Drunk History for a fourth season, Review for a third and final season, This Is Not Happening for a third, and Tosh.0 for a ninth season. I don't watch. I do watch Drunk History and like marathons on Saturdays, but I, other than that, I don't watch any of those. Yeah, I've wanted to check out Review because that's gotten, well, good reviews, but... And, and sounds interesting, but ha- another haven't uh, haven't checked it out. Um, FXX has renewed. It's always sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> for a thirteenth and fourteenth season. It's already renewed for obviously twelfth season, which will be next year, and then for two seasons more beyond that. Tying it with Ozzy and Harriet for the longest live action comedy. And I honestly, with how good it's been for FX and FXX, I don't see a reason unless the guys are suddenly like we're done after fourteen that it won't hit the 15th season. I mean, it's their legacy show, so... Yeah. If they keep coming up with ideas that they think are funny and and they're only doing 10 episodes a season, and so it allows the whole cast to be able to do lots of other things. I mean, right. they're, they're all showing up on other shows and in movies and stuff like that the, the rest of the year, so it's not like, you know, it's not like they're committing to you know like 24 episodes a year or something that exactly so there's that tbs has ordered 26 more episodes of full frontal with samantha b which i have yet to watch but apparently people are loving it yeah i've watched uh i haven't actually watched a full episode but i've watched a lot of the clips and stuff like that that show up the next the next day and it, it is pretty funny and this gives episodes through uh, they originally had 13 or whatever, and this gives episodes through the end of the year. So basically she's going to be making fun of the political process for the for the rest of the year, which is I'm sure why they, since it was doing well, I'm sure that's why they decided to do that many more episodes since there will be plenty of things to talk about on a weekly basis with the political uh, situation that we have mm-hmm. at, at present. So, All right. So that's our news. Where, and... Where's the cancellation news? No, yeah. Um, I guess that was renew. I mean, review. Well, yeah. It re- was can- <laughs> review is both renewed and canceled. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's on there. Anyway. Um, so that's our news. Prime time. We're going to talk first about the younger season two finale, which I don't know what it was called because there's no titles yeah. here. I totally um, forgot to add the titles to the. Uh, so it was the younger. Season two, I want to say episode 13. And Ray, are you sure you don't want to talk about it? I'm pretty sure I don't watch it, so. Oh, it was episode 12. Episode 12, no weddings and a funeral. No weddings and a funeral. What are we talking about? 
Episode 12, No Weddings and a Funeral. <laughs> but basically, Was there something specific that you wanted to discuss? No, just basically what did you think of the second season and you know how, th- how things ended? I'm 100% Team Charles. That's not true. I'm like 67% Team Charles. 33% Team the other guy, Josh. I thought it was a little convenient that Chad or Thad has a brother, a twin brother. <laughs> Nobody had ever... Nobody. Oh, actually, the way they wrote it, Lies is the only one who really didn't know. Because at the funeral, the one friend was like, "Oh yeah, he has a twin." So, like, I guess it just never came up. Yeah, they did. They they wrote it in that everybody else seemed to know, but it's it's not like it was ever. I don't believe ever mentioned before on the show. What it comes down to is they really need to get the secret out of the way, because there. I bet you you can get ten new episodes out of everybody reacting to it, because obviously there's going to be a couple episodes where she, like. People find out, and then Diana's going to free... I mean, she, literally, or literally, legally, I don't think she can lose her job, but I don't know. But I really think they need to get rid of that, because the story works when they're, like... Like, their their interactions, their chemistry, like, the story works without the lie hanging over it. So I'm really getting sick of that. Uh, and it's just a little... I mean, if Thad could spend two minutes Facebook stalking her and find out she has a daughter... Then, or find out she didn't go to Dartmouth or whatever, then, like, so could anybody else. Well, that's the that's the thing they left out there hanging, is that the twin brother is trying to get into his brother's computer. And obviously that, you know, that info might be there uh, for him to find. But did you think it was, I don't know, it, some, just some of the things just seemed too convenient, like... Go ahead, tell everybody, I don't care, and then... And then a crane dropped on his head? <laughs> and then... 100%. And then he dies, and then... So then it's like, she doesn't want to say... You know, she doesn't want to tell the secret, but then she also doesn't really want to say anything about why she was there. But then there's like, why were you meeting him there? Like, why were you the last one to see him? And so, you know, finally says that, and that gave a little bit of an excuse for her to leave... But then after that, if they really seem to be as close as they are, you would think that relatively, like, how much longer could you keep the secret from Kelsey, at least? Right. Because Kelsey's also the head of the millennial print, which at some point, she's going to need information about Liza being the head. Like, there's going to be information needed that... It's going to I I just don't understand how it hasn't happened yet. Well, it, how it, it hasn't come up yet. Well, it's bizarre that I mean, granted the first season they basically had her daughter in another country. Right. And now she was back, but then she they had her, you know, move with in with her dad, which made it a little less likely to happen, but still overall the idea that you're two seasons in and this is like the first time that somebody bumped into Right. I mean, ultimately, obviously, Josh found out. And I do like how they kept the relationship going, even though he found out. Like, it wasn't the end of the show or the end of their relationship. Yeah, well, like, ultimately, it caused some problems there for a little bit. But then, you know, they bring him back at the end, too, so that you now have the the love triangle going into the next season I don't, overall, it's still sort of a fun, um, I'm enjoyable show. But Mariska uh, Hargitay's boy husband is my the love of my life right now. Well, I've been sort of I I guess I've been Team Charles since the beginning because the like the first couple of times they had any type of interaction, they have pretty good chemistry together, and it's true. I do like the sort of, I mean, there is sort of the weirdness of him, you know, sort of thinking that she's younger, but sort of this like older soul because she always seems to have things in common with him like stuff that she's read right. or or done or or things and so uh I think that could you know that could provide some interesting stuff in the future but also puts it in a weird place because like yeah he kissed her but she had quit now she comes back and now it's sort of a weird I'm your boss you know like so you know there's uh, I don't know there's lots of different uh, things they could do but it does, I mean like that hasn't seems- happened before yeah, it does seem that Kelsey should should find out and we should get... Yes, because you need to give them episodes to have the fallout for them to get back together. But that's what's weird about it is 
is you don't want to drop that one like right on top of the other one where, you know, she was, you know, where Kelsey was mad at her for it being quote unquote sort of her fault that Thad was there when that happened. He wouldn't have been there had they right. not been meeting up about him cheating or whatever. But it gave them like a fight there and then they sort of made up and then, but I, you know, how much farther can you go before at least she exactly. finds out? And and it definitely is true that she needs to find out by you telling her, not by her, you know, bumping into your daughter or right or somebody and or somebody Martha else. Plimpton's smarmy character is always going to be there, so they really need to figure out a better way than her just blackmailing her. I did like she that she told Cameron Mannheim's character. Throughout, like if we're looking back on the season as a whole, um, it's a show that remains a show I watch, but not necessarily a show I watch on the night that it airs. I will watch it over the weekend and get caught up, but I will definitely tune in for when season three comes back because I do like Sutton Foster and I do like Peter, whatever his name, Peter Herman, and I do like Nico Tortorella, and I tolerate Hilary Duff, who's not a great actor, never has been, probably never will be. But kudos to her for trying her darndest. There's my take on Younger. So, Jane the Virgin, season, is it season two? Season two. Season two. Episode 16. Episode, uh, chapter 38. Chapter 38. What happened in this episode? This is the episode where Rogelio built the house in the on the soundstage, right? Yes. Which I thought was really sweet. I also like at the end when, when she when, went to make tea. Yeah, she went to make tea. It's like uh, that's not the that's not the real house. Yeah, well, um, I like the little bit of meta humor that's happening there because you know that that really yeah that is, is the, the stage exactly. That is the actual set piece that they are. Yeah, that that was pretty funny using the actual set as the the make believe set. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this had the whole thing about them trying to build, trying to find their own house, but then also with like talking wallpaper and <laughs> yeah, it was very. Um, oh my god, why am I blanking on the name of the show? Wonder Falls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did anybody else think? Well, yes, you would. It would be nice to be close as possible. That thirty minutes away is not really that far. In Florida, it actually is pretty far. Florida, it can be. <laughs> With traffic in Miami, it's like being in L.A. 30 minutes away. Like, it's not like it's far, but you aren't going to hang out with those people every day because that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And especially and if totally her school is right there. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I just... mean, if they're going to spend all their time back at. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's a moot point at this point, but. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I was happy to see that uh, Petra was the one behind it, and it wasn't Raphael. But what's going to happen to Petra now? Is what did she leave in this episode or something? It looked like that she is was what is implied at the leave. end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just going to run away. I wish her mother would die. I mean, that's horrible, but I do. I really wish she would just die. She's the worst character. Yeah, yeah. the worst. I think my favorite part of the episode, though, was. Rogelio, trying to get around uh, Jane's like only seventy five people, or if I haven't met I did them, like they're when, not going. Yes, so he's like, them, I like you to meet my friends, and, including Charles. I really like that. There's too. like twenty five people that he wants uh, that he wants her to meet. I think it's interesting that they're having a bachelor and bachelorette party already in the next episode because are they getting married like the next day? Yeah, well, I think there. Well, there's there's a little time going by, but. They are maybe they are sort of getting married kind of quickly from when the proposal was. Well, I think they feel like we would have been married by yeah. now if had we not. It's true. It's true. Had Jane not fallen in love with Raphael, right? But there's a little like I think playing with the timeline this season. Like they really are jumping. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about, but I mean, I I don't know if I'm Team Michael or Team Raphael. I don't know if I'm either, to be honest. But I am glad the show was renewed for a third season because I really do think that it's just a show that I, I really enjoy getting caught up on. Some of it's completely insane and like him being kidnapped was ridiculous. Um, but it's supposed to be like that because it is a telenovela, so I totally understand. I don't know. And I loved 
Uh, the guy who was a the what Alba's boyfriend who was the curse on the world, and how he kept breaking all the uh, everywhere handles. <laughs> Door handles. I everywhere. really like when when Zoe gets to like be sarcastic and funny. You know, like I like when she gets to do that. But she's also a really good um, dramatic actor. Her mother. So I don't know. I'm just enjoying the season. I think that. I think that this show, like a lot of shows, gets into the trouble where um, it's 22 episodes, so they have to really have some filler. But it, this show, I don't notice it as much as I do with other things. Like, there's always something they can explore. But I'll be honest, I don't care at all about the Mooter and his brother. I don't care at all, at all, about that side of the story. Something's promoting a gun. What are you doing? Nothing. I just said snap. It sounded like somebody was loading like a gun or something in the background. Is there somebody uh, at your door, Ray, that you're not sure about? Lock and load. No. <laughs> yes, because like in every TV show, you're supposed to be walking around with a gun. And then when stuff is really about to happen, that's when you cock it and make sure you actually exactly. have a bullet in the chamber. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what else is, are people liking about it? I don't. I I enjoy that it's it it's been able to maintain its tone. Yeah. Like you said, occasionally it gets sort of outrageous, but then it also has these great little moments, like them at the end listening to Charo play, you know, and realizing people are you know moving on a little bit, and and so they have pretty grounded emotional moments even within this outlandish setting. But yeah, the like you said, the the mooter stuff, the idea that somehow everybody associated with that family, right. their parent or step parent or something, is an international you know criminal or something is is almost straining that ridiculousness too far, right? Right. Uh, and ultimately, I don't particularly care. It just it just seems that it gives Raphael something, and they keep sort of trying to pull the these little twists you know continually that oh it looks like Raphael is is uh you know having some trouble oh he's just trying to he's actually working with Michael uh, right. oh, it looks like he's come around and he doesn't think his brother oh wait this is all just a, another setup for his brother uh and and a little you know twist for the audience some of the that type of stuff is starting to feel a little you start feeling like they're just jerking you around on purpose. Yeah. Uh, a little bit too much in, in some of those things. Uh, but overall, I, I enjoy the show. And like you said, glad that it's getting a third season because looking at the ratings, it's not, I don't even think it's doing as well as it did last season. Yeah, I don't think so. I thought it was actually, I mean, overall, it and Crazy Ex Girlfriend are not doing that differently. So, you know, and, yeah. and ratings wise. And uh, I mean, I don't who knows how many people are watching these things online and recorded later. But I just know from what I've seen of the, you know, the next day ratings and stuff that it, it's much lower than I thought it was here recently. So. So we'll see. I mean, thankfully, like I said, it's been renewed. So we'll get to see more of it next season. And perhaps Jane will no longer be Jane the Virgin. She's getting married, supposedly. I'm not going to say I know for sure what's happening, but I feel like it's going to be like a bait and switch or something. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I haven't see. forgotten about how the narrator warned us about something with Michael. So, Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. I don't pay attention to him always. I know, but, but that was all the way back us. in season one. Was it in season one? That I don't remember. So anyway, that's Jane the Virgin. Next up on our list is Shit's Creek season two. Can you say episode that? Two, can I say Shit's Creek <laughs> season two, episode two, No Sick Ass. I don't know what it's called. I'll look it up. David at the Blouse Barn with Roland was one of my favorite things. I have ever seen. 
just his how taken aback he is by how he wants the shirt to be elegant yet durable. And I just love the scene where he looks at Chris Elliott and he's like, those two words don't go together. Oh my God. <laughs> he is, he kills it. He killed, he makes the show for me. This is called happy anniversary, by the way. So is that the season finale? Yeah, I don't think oh, it's no. right. Hold please. That's the Canadian. Canada's already aired season three. Yeah. That's or season true. two. So this was called, actually, I want to say family estate dinner. Estate sale? No, estate sale. Estate sale because there was an estate sale. So, guys, we did our research. <laughs> um, anyway, estate sale, yes, because that's where they, the mattress um, competition. Yes. Oh, my God. The mattress that, you know, the reason they're at the buying the blouse. Not, it's not the reason, but. That lady at the blouse farm killed me, too. Like, every character on the show it gets better and better. I love the guy that, that Johnny's working for, uh, Bob, I guess. Is it Bob? That, like, is a terrible, he's never at work and then wants Johnny to be the salesperson and then John sells a car that was supposed to be worked on. Like, little yeah. things, like, are amazing. Um, I loved Mutt just getting her a, a bike and her, you know, walking the bike <laughs> instead of riding the bike was perfect. I <laughs> just, and, it, you know, Catherine O'Hara, it's one of those things where I just, I can't wait to see what wig she's going to be wearing. <laughs> it's true. I just love it so much. Like, Ray, what are you, what are you loving about it as much as I'm loving about it? Um, everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it <laughs> makes me laugh so much every week. I mean, there just... are moments where I literally am just like, ah, like I'm literally, I'm cackling at, on my, on my couch. Cause I'm just like, oh my God. They're so funny. Yes. I mean, I did love, like, Roland in the store with David when he's like, well, what are you, you're wearing a skirt. And he's like, it's not a skirt. It's pants with a fabric piece in the front and a fabric piece in the back. And as he's saying it, he's like, yeah, it's a skirt. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So, like, just in general, I love David. Like, he's probably my favorite character. He's the best his deliveries like his like the way he like is like a deer caught in headlights but he just gives in yes yes like, I love you know Roland asking him to go shopping with him and then like he's like um I guess oh, you want to do that now oh my god <laughs> and his his I think his interaction with what's her name Alexis and how much delight he took in mutt buying her a bike <laughs> yes like how he knew it would piss like it would just his sister would not be happy but he just egged mutt on so much oh my god it's just it's just i mean it's the funniest thing i one of the funniest shows i'm watching on tv agreed does everybody i and mean people just be watching it and i, I know it's love- already been renewed for season three so that's good news um what's her face taking the picture of <laughs> David at the end is funny. You know, I may not have even, because my DVR cuts it off, and then I never am able to see the last, like, minute oh, of the show. Oh, Stevie just walks, like, Alexis is going to teach David how to ride a bike after we hear the story oh, about how God. awful he was. And he's, he manages to, like, take, like, he, he's riding. <laughs> and um, Moira says, well, where is my camera? And I think it was Alexis who said, no, don't take a picture. You're going to ruin it. And uh, Stevie walks out and Stevie is watching and is just amazed by what's happening. And she's like holding her camera up and she says, David, smile. And gets a picture of him on the bike. I love their relationship too. Like I love Stevie and David and how they're like equal parts just in love with each other and they hate each other and they, but they're at a good place. Like I think in the episode, maybe it was the episode before where he finally made fun of her for something because it had been awkward between them. And he finally like, they finally had like an interaction like they normally have. And you could just see how content she was when he walked out of the scene. I just love them. Cause I think that they interact so well together. And of course, anytime there's more David on screen, like the better he's the best. Agreed. I don't know why. I mean, has Dan Levy been in anything else besides this that I would have seen? I don't think he has, or he would have been my favorite part of it all. Cause he's the best. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing him. him right now. I am as well. <laughs> I mean, like, he's been in some movies, but I don't even remember him from Admission. I don't think I ever saw Admission. 
But at I any rate, like, no. Anyway. Everybody needs to be watching this show. I don't know. It sounds like I need to check out some Shiz Creek. Oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, it's one of those things. Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, like, they're my favorite characters when waiting for Duffman. Okay? They're amazing in a mighty win. They're I mean, for your consideration, the way that her character in that movie is amazing. Like they're just the best. And so to have them on my TV on a weekly basis is just wonderful. And now that Dan Levy's in my life, everything is better. Agreed. So that is our uh, opinion on Ship's Creek. Moving on to uh, my other favorite show, Life in Pieces, season one finale. It was eight stories instead of four stories because it was an hour long. Yeah, it was basically episode 21, uh, Cinderella, Fantasy, Prom, Dougie, and then... Episode 22, Crytunes, Divorce, Tablet, Ring, that played as... Oh, my God. One... one. As you said... <laughs> You're remembering? As you said, Dougie, I was taking a sip. <laughs> and then I remembered that when I was watching the episode... <laughs> what's her name? I don't know. Zoe Lister-Jones. I forget her character's name every time. The redhead. When she was introduced, when she was asking Dougie, oh, I thought you were seeing someone, and Fortune Feaster just goes, oh, he died. I choked. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at her delivery of this very commonplace, oh, he died. It was, oh, my God. And and Dan Bacchadol in that freaking Cinderella dress on the side of the road with a Prince Charming putting <laughs> his cross on. <laughs> and the way, like, Dan pointed his toe, like, <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, I did love that um, Dan, he also had the, uh, um, not Dan, Tim had the, the st- he still has the Heather heater tattoo. Yes, I did. I noticed that too. I really like that too. <laughs> I guess because he was wearing that dress so I could see the back of his arm like that, oh, <laughs> or God, his back or whatever that. it was. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, it's one of those shows I really liked the pilot. Like it wasn't. The first time I watched it, I didn't love it. But then I watched it like a second, third, fourth time because I started to love it even more. And oh my God, this show, everyone from that little kid, Sophia, who has some of the best delivery on TV, all the way up to Gigi, who's dating dating that nurse. Oh my God. I liked how this episode tied up a bunch of things. It tied up, you know, season long, some season long things, but also over the course of these two episodes that really played like one extended episode since everything was so closely together right down to you were mentioning, you know, the, the little girl, both scenes of her in the bathtub, one using a straw to suck the cream filling out of the The, the donut gut, sucking the guts out of the donut, (laughs) which somebody is then eating those same donuts later in the group scene. (laughs) I think it's her father or her somebody right in that row is, has the donuts in their lap. Yeah. and And then later on when, when he proposes and she just opens, the she opens the, the shower screen is like, uh, yeah, uh, in case this is going to go any farther, I'm just going to sneak out here right oh now. My God. I just like how everything was sort of building to him, you know, them getting back together and him proposing. But then because of the other storylines, it just keeps getting stepped on. Yeah. <laughs> First by his father, you know, after they found out that they had actually been divorced for uh, for quite some time. And then and then later on. I love when Colin <laughs> Hanks is. When when he realizes, when Greg realizes that he is a child of a broken home, like if he realizes that he's technically a bastard child because his parents weren't married, oh my god. I mean, he's just doing some amazing stuff. Yeah, but I like when Matt was like, this makes it almost worth it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but how, just at the end, how everybody keeps stepping on his proposal, and then, you know, they had set it up earlier with the you know, the, the son and his girlfriend and, and they come in and they're married. Yeah. Uh, and then they come out from the proposal to say, and, and, you know, Gigi's making out with the nurse. My God. Uh, was, Gigi. That was some great stuff where they had, you know, like the whole cast there, you know, playing off of each other. And, uh, I, I look forward to, 
to next season. I, I really enjoyed this first season. Well, I mean, it hasn't been renewed. Well, they haven't renewed any of their new stuff, but I can't imagine... But I can't imagine the number one new comedy won't be renewed. <laughs> I can't imagine it's not going to be renewed. I think they're just saving for a later date to announce their you know, And now Cheeto has a shows. girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> Cheeto's girlfriend, Dorita? <laughs> I did love it well what's her face was in there and she's like can you turn her around yeah exactly <sighs> was that Jen that I was in there at that do. time I think it was Jen yeah oh Jen is the best and I'm, I think it's interesting because we got to see her um we got to see her have the baby but <laughs> it's nice that she's gonna like that's a whole wealth of stuff that it's going to be nice to see them go through the pregnancy too. Cause you know that Heather's going to have something to say and you know, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It really is. Well, it's nice. That's another callback to, to earlier in the season when they were trying to decide if they even wanted to do that. Right. And having come to the conclusion that they were fine, they didn't need to do it yet. Of course, now it was good yeah. that they did like they waited a few episodes and then finally it's a surprise <laughs> um i really hope that martin Starr as oscar the uh exterminator is uh, able to come back a million times because he's ridiculous and amazing he wasn't in this episode but i love him so much i was just thinking about it <laughs> um <laughs> all of a sudden all of a sudden you have us going wait did we miss a section of the... Yeah. Of the yeah. He was in that episode, wasn't he? The pregnancy episode. The one where they're trying to get... Trying to decide. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what I thought. I love the episode mm-hmm. where he finds the Playboy and his wife finds out. Amazing. I just really think everybody needs to be watching this show. It's so much better than a lot of stuff on TV. It makes me laugh out loud literally every... Like, I'm literally laughing out loud. It's not just one of those fake LOLs you send someone when you're over them in a conversation. Everybody needs to watch it. And finally, The 100, season three, episode, episode I want to say 15? Episode nine. What? Oh, that, there was just an episode. There was just an episode called 13. That's right. <laughs> episode nine. That's, that's right. Two episodes later is, is Stealing Fire. Stealing Fire. Well, I am not watching. I'm behind. But we kind of knew this was unavoidable, right? This character's death. Yes, because he was ca- like everybody had to talk about his casting elsewhere. Yeah, like he was cast. Wasn't he cast straight to series on like a huge show for stars? Yes. So we kind of knew it was coming, but uh, apparently it was and still he's the lead character in that show. So yeah, yeah. It's not like he's just like a guest star, guys. He's gonna be on it all the time. That's my limited knowledge of the episode. I know that somebody was... said Maria Apples was a really good actor in it, but then they showed me a gif of her acting, and I was like, is she? But maybe I have to watch the full episode for context. You do, because she was really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think seeing it, I don't, I don't think anybody, I don't even imagine what you saw, probably a crying face. Is that what I'm th- guessing you saw? Like a crying face that suddenly wasn't a crying face anymore. I don't think anybody would look good if you saw just that gift. I feel like nobody looks like they're a great actor at that. <laughs> okay. But she was really good. Well, because you see the anger, basically. Uh, anyway, the only thing, I mean, yes, we knew that this was inevitable. It kind of sucked in a little way that we we knew it, like, about halfway through this episode, because halfway through the episode, he made a decision. <laughs> but in an instant, I was just like, okay, well, this is clearly the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like I maybe could have believed that it would go a little longer, but um, he just made a decision that surely has to mean <laughs> this is clearing the way for him to go to his other show. <laughs> mm. um, I mean, I don't know that it was clearing the way or if they had already done this so that he could go to his other show. You know what I mean? Like that he could even audition for another show. I don't know. It was still, it was a very moving episode, but I don't know what to say. Yes. Yeah, since we got, you know, some stuff happening, you know, obviously with a big death uh, at the end there in Arcadia. But we also saw there was a whole a whole bunch of death with the... We didn't see that, though. Yeah, with the, uh, you know... I guess they would, never show, they would never go that far. <laughs> showing the slaughter of children uh, for... I mean, it's funny because I just rewatched the 
the two part season finale of last season. And they don't really show like we know it there as well. We like we know kids are killed, but the only thing they show us to even remind us of that is like somebody accidentally kicking a soccer ball or whatever to remind us that there were kids <laughs> in the mm. mountain men. <laughs> um, so I thought it was interesting that here they also they don't even show you what she's showing him. They just have him say the name or her say the name so that you get that it's his head. Yeah, it it probably would have been a little bit too far to show like a child's head from holding a child's head. Uh, True. I'm just saying like 15 minutes later, we see somebody shot in the head. So it's yeah. not yeah. like the show holds back on other things. It, it just was interesting. That's, that's truly obviously where they draw their line. I agree with that line for the record. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the kids burn. <laughs> is what I like that it, it leaves Murphy in another odd spot by the end of this episode he's he's just always ending up in in weird places and and uh and things and so i like that you know she got away with you know with the alley 2.0 but you know ultimately where's that gonna go because is well yeah that's the problem i mean i guess that is also where as soon as that was lincoln knows yeah that person and i was like oh lincoln is so dying in this episode <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to hope that maybe he said something else to Octavia or something something there. Uh, I did find it interesting, though, to have, you know, the one deciding to take over where nobody else, with the idea that nobody else knows that, you know, she hasn't taken on, you know, the thing, like, uh, is, is supposed to happen. Right. She doesn't have the commanders. What do they call that? The spark? I think we call it the spark. I don't remember well, what it's called. It's like the spirit or whatever. The it's 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 supposed to be sort of like the spirit of past commanders or whatever, even though it's just a, a digital file of their memories or what have you. Well, it is tech. I mean, it is yeah. sort of their spirit. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. do live in your head once you put it in there. I mean, I did like I did like all of that stuff getting you know sort of tied together, and I like that we got more about that. I'm a little concerned about Clark now taking that AI to the spot where Allie is. Yes, if she, yeah, if she's actually trying to get back Arcadia with it, but I mean, I, I yeah, if if she manages to run into the rest of that crew before she gets back, she'll obviously find out Lincoln is dead. But my fear is that she won't somehow see them, and then she'll get back to Arcadia and. She'll be, I mean, I don't know how Pike will respond to Clark anyway at this point. I don't, I don't I know how much say, she... Is Pike still there being a dick? And also, is Bellamy still being a dick? Well, Bellamy is not there because he, he was going to help them free the people. And he was meeting with Octavia, and Octavia drugged him and knocked him out. Mm. And he's now handcuffed, handcuffed in the cave because Indra left him to go see her new commander. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he's kind of neutralized i mean he's neutralized he until came he's, around a little bit like he still has gone too far but starting to kill their the, own he, people was was starting was right pulled him back around him. to uh to to seeing that that pike was going too far going yeah too far in, the, in these types of things where you, if you're trying to save your people you don't start knocking off your own people uh so that that brought well, certainly back if around. you're trying to fight against an army you <laughs> you need all the people you can get I, I like the episode. I thought I Pike I is the one that killed Lincoln, Amory. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so that definitely sets up. You know, uh, Octavia is not is is not happy. So you just know that if she ever gets close to Pike, that he's not going to last very long. Octavia is truly not of the Sky People anymore. She never considered herself a Sky Crew person, but mm-hmm. <laughs> now she's really not. I did like the callback. You know, uh, having them hide in the floor, uh, and I they, did, I they did get as out, well. and there's like not a, not a lot of room in there. You like try living in there <laughs> for 13 years or something like that. Uh, and that was that was good, and I, I like that. What's going on with Kane and Abby? Um, they kissed. Oh, good, because I liked them together. But now they're both it's like she's inside the camp and he's outside the camp. But that's why they kissed, because she said, I have to stay, because they need hope. So she stayed, and he gave her a kiss as he left. 
after he after he refused not refused but he didn't want her to kiss him when he was going to get executed because <laughs> he didn't want to make it harder than it was already going to be to go get executed um, sure sure understood understandable <laughs> but then when they were going to survive and he wanted her to leave with them and she said i have to stay then he kissed her goodbye okay because i i'm so invested it's, it's in set there i am the i am now <laughs> i mean the hints for next week <laughs> Say that maybe she shouldn't have stayed, but <laughs> <laughs> not because of Pike, but because of Jaha, of course. Yeah, but I kind of like where that is finally going too. With you know, with Raven, you know, starting sure. to be like, "What is going on here? I'm forgetting things," and uh, there being some sort of you know a fight over over those type of things. Although, meanwhile, you have you have Pike like completely focused on external things while this is going on. Yeah, but that's believable that he's not paying attention to. I mean, he probably, what he doesn't know is that he should be paying attention to that. (laughs) It's a much bigger deal than any of them realize, but. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think the the Raven stuff is the first other than, you know, like Abby, you know, wanting to know medically, like what's going on and what's, what's happening here. It's the first sign that, wait, this is maybe not... Oh, I think there was lots of signs that that's not the right... Like, she well, has mean, a nuclear warhead and she... <laughs> well, but I'm talking she's about... She's a terrible the earth in the first people, place. Yeah, I don't know. I'm talking about people in Arcadia, you know, the other people... Realizing, okay. Starting fine. to realize... Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> starting to realize that there's uh, something more problematic here. Uh, and it it looked like that's sort of some of the focus of the next episode, so... This is true. I'll get caught up eventually. And you know all the big deaths going into it. So. Yeah, so I'm fine. That doesn't bother me. So that's prime time. Little reality check here. The Amazing Race. I kind of still hate everybody. But I was really worried that Tyler, who I don't, I'm not like a Tyler Oakley fan and that like he has this huge YouTube following. But I appreciate that sometimes he can be pretty funny or like do good things. But I, I like him and his teammates. So I hope that they win. So that's what I'm rooting for right now. But the show is just so boring. I don't know why I'm still watching. I really don't. I think at this point that I'm watching so far into the season, I have to see who wins. So maybe I'll just not start next season. Like I said, I wasn't going to start this season. Oh, well. So was this season the, you know, the doing the YouTube stars and stuff like that? Was that something that piqued your interest enough to get you to watch it again? But then now you're just in the same spot. It was the idea of the Amazing Race. Like, I didn't watch because of the YouTube stars. I don't know who half of them are. Don't care about any of them. It was about, I like the Amazing... I like Phil Keegan, so... Well, I was just wondering, you say you said you were you were going to give it up before this season, and... I think it was just that I had nothing to watch, so I watched it. <laughs> when it. When it came back and you started watching it again, and then you got sucked back in for another season. Exactly. So that's that. Project Runway. God, Sam is a little snot-nosed brat. I want him punched. Keeney made a dress for Sam or a shirt for Sam and Sam never thanked him. And then Sam won the challenge that Keeney made the dress for. And Sam still is yet to acknowledge the fact that Keeney actually made it. He's a snot nosed brat and he should be punched. So I'm clearly not rooting for Sam. Um, but I don't really know otherwise who I'm rooting for. Uh, maybe. Tell us how you really feel, Amory. He should be punched. Uh, and then Survivor, they got to the merge. It was otherwise a boring episode. Uh, that Debbie is insane, and I hate, hate, hate when um, people that I like have to leave for medical reasons. But Neil, who I actually was starting to really like, start to root for, he had found an idol. He was actually doing really well, and his his kind of uh, alliance was working, and was going to take someone out kind of in a blindside type situation. And then they had a doctor come check out all their infections because they showed Jeff all of their like skin infections from their. Uh, from, I guess, living in the jungle. And so Jeff didn't like that. So he had the doctors come out and they said Neil had a infection in his knee that was so close to his joint that if it took over his joint, his joint would like be gone. He would not have a knee anymore. So they had to pull him from the game because he had a knee infection. Like that's not a function of Survivor. That's a function of them being in a jungle that's unforgiving and them not being like, I just, I hate when they're taken out for reasons that are like beyond their control. So I'm mad about that, but I'm still rooting for crazy Debbie because she's nuts and we'll see what happens. So that's reality. TV recommendations. 
I guess I kind of have one in that I moderately liked the first episode. But I liked Winona Earp enough that I'll, I think people should check it out. And plus Mutt, Tim Rosen's in it, and he's beautiful, and I love him. What is the name of the show? Winona Earp. Oh. It's on sci-fi. It's okay. about the granddaughter of Wyatt Earp, who when she turns okay. 27, inherits the curse of Wyatt Earp. Okay. And the episode starts on her birthday, and Mutt from Schitt's Creek is in it. Okay. He plays Doc Holliday. The real Doc Holliday, back from the past. Okay. I thought there was some interesting things about it, but it felt, I don't know, it almost felt uh, like too low budget or too... It did feel low weird, budget. Weird, like weirdly shot and like uh, some of the, you know, the side characters and stuff were not great actors. And you're like, this yep. is kind of an interesting idea, but I don't know <laughs> some of the way it's put together is not so great. Yes, I uh, agree with that. So I, I'm going to give it another, you know, episode or two to see now that they have the setup, like what happens when she meets the other team or whatever and and whatnot. But uh, to see what it'll be like, what the show will be like going forward. Right. But you know, if you so like, that's my recommendation. You know, if you like, uh, you know, sci-fi stuff, uh, my my recommendation is also a sci-fi show. It's Twelve Monkeys, which. Returns for its second season on Monday, April 18th. The first two episodes are really good uh, of the second season. But if you haven't watched the first season, there's still a couple weeks before it premieres to, to catch up. Uh, the first season was, was pretty great. And if you have watched the first season and you don't want to wait till the 18th for the premiere, they've put the first episode out of the second season out online uh, or on demand that you can watch for over the next couple of weeks before it premieres. So that's my recommendation. So that. 12 monkeys. I don't really have a recommendation. <laughs> because uh, I, I, uh, I didn't watch TV all week until Saturday. And I mostly watched it because I had to get you caught up before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, one thing I will say. And there say, we go. There's another comment. Why is Ray on the podcast? She doesn't watch any TV. <laughs> I mean, I watched TV. I just didn't, I didn't have any urgency. I actually, the, I did watch something during the week because on Wednesday we watched the season two finale of the hundred, <laughs> but I didn't watch anything new, but I, the one thing I will say, and I don't know if this is a recommendation or not, maybe it could be, is that Orphan Black is finally on my recording again on my DVR. So that oh, means it's it? coming. I guess I should get caught up in season three. Yes, I don't know if that's actually the. Is it airing like on a Wednesday? That doesn't uh, seem Thursday, right. Thursday night. Thursday night. Then I guess it really is truly on my Thursday TV. Show. So I think it's like, um, if I could pull up the calendar quickly, I can't do it. Starts the fourteenth. There you go. So it's, I mean, my DVR shows two weeks out, but I was scrolling through looking on Thursdays for to see if I was at the end of You, Me, and the Apocalypse, and. Uh, then I saw Orphan Black down there. And I was like, look, Orphan Black's back. So that's my recommendation. Yay. You should get caught up and watch that starting on the 14th, which I'm sure will be talked about again on this podcast. But Yeah, Orphan Black usually makes the list uh, when, it's, when it's airing. Sure. <laughs> okay. um, I, don't really have anything, I don't have anything to add to that. Um, just that I need to get caught up. So... You can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 317. Next week, Jason will be joined by Kyle and listener Carl at My Vogue and Poetry. Carl's the old friend who won Zoo on Blu-ray. And because I took forever to send it. I, I hope he's going to give an accounting of his party. Sorry. I hope he could have a good party. <laughs> he could have had also a scorpion party because I sent him that on DVD as well. Wow, a scorpion so zoo party. Got a that sounds awesome. Scorpion <laughs> zoo party. That sounds kind of now, scary to me. But now my dog is freaking out. Like she's because you mentioned zoo, and clearly, oh yeah, talking dogs freak her out. Um, and on that note, especially ones that knock on the door and get you to come outside. Oh my God, Kyle and that freaking knocking dog. <laughs> me. Mm. Anyway, on that note. Have a good evening, everybody. Yes, good luck. Uh, may the odds be ever in our favor tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, oh, God. Yes, good. <laughs> I think about it. Every, yeah, hopefully by the time you listen to this, you'll have had good luck 
in the Comic Con we'll hotel. All have an apartment, uh, hotel Actually, room. When, does, when do you usually get apartment. this out? Because what they say, like seventy-two hours after they submit, after we submit tomorrow, is when we should hear. So yeah. theoretically, everybody here by Friday of this week, right? This should be out when theoretically, <laughs> if everything works like it should, which is not a guarantee. Yeah, considering yeah, that they sent, considering that apparently they sent out the emails yesterday, but not to everybody, and had to resend them today. So yep, that... I got it second time today. So they're off to a fantastic start. They're off already. to a great. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. And on that note, Ciao. I'm off to eat my spaghetti. Bye. 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 That was my no. It wasn't a voicemail. It was a video. I didn't realize it had. I was looking at Instagram, and I didn't realize this video was going to start playing. <laughs> it's like I don't understand the the voice. The thing that's behind it. It's just like a seal rolling around in the waves. But anyway, seal rolling around in the waves. <laughs> that was that was some great music for seals rolling around the waves. Right. <laughs> Is it seals rolling around in the waves, or is it seal, seal. <laughs> rolling around in the waves? I said a seal, okay. not the seal, <laughs> and not multiple seals, just one. <laughs> so amusingly enough, somebody in the comments said just a video of me at the beach. <laughs> I hope we're recording this all for the... Actual podcast. The, the science, <laughs> yes. Uh, science. Where did the word science come from? I don't science know. Science the word I was trying for. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 317. <laughs> Dating that nurse. Oh, my God. Everybody in the classroom. The, what was great about it was how everything sort of... What's going what on? <laughs> Why did Darth Vader just get up on the episode? What is happening? No are you idea. underwater? Who are you talking to? You. Do I, I sound? Yes. Oh, all of I wasn't even talking when you guys said anything. No, it so. sounded like someone put a space helmet on <laughs> and was breathing heavily into it. I have no idea what happened. I wasn't That's doing anything. Great. There was a ghost. There was a phantom a, space one of the, one on One of the old ghosts of the machines just reared its yeah, ugly exactly. I guess. I mean, I literally was just standing here staring at the IMDb about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys started saying that, I'm like, what did I miss? <laughs>